Chris Holsworth. And I'm Josh Harmon. And we're reckless, aggressive, and undisciplined internet heroes. Just truly scoundrels. We are we. I've always wanted to do that where I like invert my, my phrases. You want to talk like a Yoda asshole? No, no, just like uh, like an old timey person who would be in like a Gilbert and Sullivan musical, like Pirates of Penzance. Um, three brothers are we. I don't have three brothers. HMS Pinafore. Is, did, they, did they write that? I think so. Gilbert they were right? really into yeah, yeah. sailing ships. Yeah. Well, they were into the opportunities yes. afforded to you. Any port in a storm. Uh, every week we check in with all you other internet heroes to see what will become if we continue to fight. Now, uh, obviously, because we had that uh, divergent little thread there, it's less obvious what that was a reference to. I feel like altogether it would have been a more obvious, uh, compact little number but that was an homage to a trailer that came out can you can you homage a trailer i think you can well i guess that's what like all the the people who recut trailers or like take old movies and cut them in the same way as 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 new trailers well also my entire film career that i'm planning as a filmmaker is just going to be an homage to trailers of different directors I want people to say he's we the don't know Tarantino of trailer the trailers. homages. Sometimes a director does get involved, but not always. Usually it's just farmed out to... You're right. That's step one in my quest to become the Quentin Tarantino You need to become Shitty Steve's quick cut trailers? No, I need to know who's making the trailers, right? Because obviously Quentin Tarantino has, knows all the directors who he makes his homages to. But if I want to make a full film that feels like a trailer from the trailer greats, I need to know who those greats are. Uh, you're going to have to go ahead and find a way to spoil your trailer in your own trailer. That's going to be a hard one. Go ahead and show basically all of the movie. So, uh, no, yeah, I have to spoil my movie inside of my movie. You have to basically invalidate the need to watch your movie because you already watched this trailer for your trailer movie. And then also make about seven more of those trailers because it's the internet. You can't just have one trailer anymore. you got to have like nine trailers. So this, we this, can just stitch this together. You have a full movie. You're going to have a, more movie and fewer trailers. More No, that, that math don't add up. What if I make a movie where if you watch all of the trailers that are released, it's, an it's actual the movie, movie in sequence? Yeah. I think that's called episodic television. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. Well, clearly this is a Breaking difficult... Bad's been doing that for well, did it for exactly four seasons. <laughs> this is a, it was it was five slash six. Anyway, uh, this is a difficult career that trajectory that might destroy. I'm not going to argue with you about the number of seasons of Breaking Bad. Oh, this is not a podcast where we argue about facts. <laughs> I mean, I know because you're wrong, but fine. It was the fifth season was split into. Are you sure that wasn't the fourth season that was split into? It was okay. We're not doing this. <laughs> anyway, Rogue One. A Star Wars story, as you insist on, I call it accurately, even though everybody in the world, including me, wants to be a sane person who calls it Star Wars Rogue One. Who calls it Swro? 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 Well, is, is Arasawas a better acronym? That should be a new section on the podcast where you just try and sound out acronyms. <laughs> Asmer. A simple mind. Asmer. A Star Wars movie. ASMR. 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 That's yeah. the that's the scratch your head thing. I think it's also whispering. That the people the people whisper while they scratch your head and give you a haircut. No, I think that's just a thing that kids say you can't do, and then you do it. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. But unfortunately, it's a lot more dangerous than the rub your head and pat your belly because they're trying to give haircuts. A lot of kids have accidentally poked their own eyes out I don't while think, trying to ASMR. I don't think I don't think anybody wants like a raging boner while they're getting their hair cut. That's not true because I just said it. At least one person does. Oh my god! I don't. <laughs> god damn it! I don't want to go to that barber shop. Uh, can we please talk about Star Wars? We could. <laughs> we could. So the trailer came out. Uh, it's got Felicity Huffman, as I keep thinking, but that's not true. Not even close. Uh, Felicity Huffman. You're was not on. wrong in that they are both women. They're both named Felicity. That's like eliminates 99% of all the women in the world. You have to admit. I mean, I don't think that that math's right, but sure. <laughs> I think actually, I think it's probably too generous. I don't think that like seven million people are named Felicity. Seventy million people are not named Felicity. But anyway, Felicity Jones, formerly married to Stephen Hawking, presently uh, fighting for the rebellion in a galaxy far, far away. I like the idea that she was married to Stephen Hawking, but then Stephen Hawking became a Danish woman, so now she's single. Is that the fiction that you're painting me, that Ed, Eddie Redmayne is just a, a fictional construct for the weird trajectory of this? Is Eddie Redmayne in Star Wars? I'm sure eventually he will be. There's they, a lot more of the, these films that come out. When they do the crossover with uh With his Channing big Tatum fucking mouth, he can, be, he can be Big Mouth Han Solo. No, no, no. Channing Tatum Space Werewolf. No, that's not even how he 
sounds. That's fucking. Was that your Eddie Redmayne impression? I don't have one. It's no, me. You, I'm what's beautiful the movie that you saw with Mila Kunis as a janitor and then Channing Tatum as a space werewolf? This sounds like a fictional movie, but it's real. Oh, and he has you, a long neck. Jupiter Rising. Yeah, they're gonna eventually Jupiter tie Rising. that into the, the Star Wars saga. Oh yeah, he's the bad guy in that. And I was got like long. I was going for like the Danish girl, but okay. No, no, no. But all of Eddie Redmayne's roles are relevant in the Star Wars universe. That's where he ends up. Yeah, eventually. that's his end point. We're talking but, about his past. His present is Eddie Redmayne. His past is obviously Stephen Hawking, who became a Danish woman. So wait, if we're trying to unify this into the main universal verse? cinematic universe. I like that we have a universe in there twice. Clearly, when he was Stephen Hawking, he discovered some sort of principle. The only MCU I recognize is the main cinematic universe. Okay. Some sort of principle allowed Stephen Hawking to use a black hole to send his wife back in time so she could join the rebellion in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, right, because that shit's at some nebulous point in the past? But we have the only living man that could possibly build a time machine. Of course, we don't know what she year it is, but we are reading those credits, so that shit could be like in the future for us. Though. Oh, you're saying that the audience of a Star Wars movie is set in the distant future, and then the movie's it's addressing a distant, yeah, where we happen to be catching a glimpse of something that's addressed to people who, for a long, long time George ago, for Lucas, them, is still... George Lucas was making his movie for aliens who conquer Earth millions and billions of years I mean, it explains why he doesn't understand human emotion any in the They're gonna control. love Jar Jar Binks. This is easy to identify with because no one has expressive feelings or emotions. I, too, dislike sand. It appeals to my <laughs> alien sensibilities. I'm upset about the death of my mother. I did not have a close relationship with her. Carl. I have feelings for you, human woman. Only human woman I've ever made contact with. Oh my god, Carl. You never open up like this. I'm so glad we went to see this film. If you need to talk about your mother, you know I am here for you. I knew I loved you the moment we had an awkward CG ride on an animal and then fell off and rolled around in the... Oh, that's not what anybody does. Oh. Aliens or humans. <laughs> so bad. So that's obviously the big draw here is to just see how it's going to tie back into the reality as a film. Right, how they're going to make the connections and draw in people from the real world. Like, I'm looking forward to seeing how... It's a lot like a kid in King Arthur's Court, right? You just fucking get sucked into this pocket dimension and you're like, well, I guess I'm a Star Wars character today. Yeah, like, I'm looking forward to seeing mundane things from my everyday life referenced in this character's... You guys got an iPad? No. Fuck. God damn it. Future sucks. <laughs> What's amazing is that Stephen Hawking, before he sent her back in time, reached through the wormhole into the future to get her an iPad. Because he knew that she would need something to read while she was back in the past. Because she has the iPad, she doesn't have the charger. What interesting future tech you guys got here? You can you can wear this this backwards head visor. What's it do? Blinks. <laughs> I don't know. This one dude wears it. They made a toy out of him. It's gotta mean something. We got a we got a big hookah. If you're into like recreational hookah, but you gotta fight the big slug for it. He's we, the only one that has a hookah. Can we marvel at the fact that Star Wars is? probably going to be the only like the only thing in the universe that could spin a toy out of a bald dude wearing a funny robot hat oh you're really just hung up on lobot aren't you yeah <laughs> all right but that's a, there's an action figure like how shitty is your birthday or does like got you the one you always wanted a balding white man the action figure there are so many star wars action figures that it's just like all about uh, collectors at that point. You know, I've never like owned a Star Wars. No, that's not true. I got a backpedal on that one already. Clark. I was going to say I've never owned a Star Wars action figure, but I had IG-88 because I have a thing for robots. IG-88 um, is a cool character who is in no, one scene of the movie. No, he's a cool looking character. In the expanded universe, he's a total badass. In the expanded universe, he's non-existent because they wiped that shit out of existence. All right, I don't want to talk like about they the... should have been years ago. I don't, I don't want to talk about the No, I had a fucking segue. You got ahead of me. See, the only action figure I will ever buy in my adult life, except for those three action figures I bought in my adult life, technically, because I was above the age of 20, is going to be the Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> okay. So Brogue one. His name is not Rogue. It doesn't... We no, don't know who his name is. What? Brogue? His name is Brogue. Brogue. He's Brogue. the bro Rogue. Yeah. No, uh, his name Seth might as well Brogan. be... His name might as well be Forrest Whitaker. Because you and I, as you as Because there's only one setting if you buy yourself a... If you go on Amazon, type in Forrest Whitaker, <laughs> order that, get that on that one-day ship... It arrives, you're going to be surprised. There's only one setting on the back of that bad boy, and it's Forrest Whitaker mode. <laughs> no, I mean, so this is this is the most glaring thing about the trailer that isn't they resurrected Mon Mothma. Perhaps Lucasfilm is advanced on the cloning. But the one thing that we discussed that's really distracting about the film Well, is we can only make one real, Mr. Lucas, which... Mon Mothma! <laughs> well, there's a lot of higher, more... Pers- Mon Mothma! Okay, Mr. Lucas, is there a reason? She's my mother. Okay. <laughs> Mon Mothma is almost French for my mother, so yeah, that makes I'm a lot all, of sense. Yeah, I'm gonna. Uh, all right, well, you're paying for this. 
okay, so apart from the distractingness of uh, resurrecting a dead woman, it's clearly the much more distracting thing. Which is, is that, more distracting in the shitty meta world that we live in now, not an actual problem within the trailer itself as compared to good old Forrest well, Whitaker. Well, the other one isn't either. I don't think... Forrest Whitaker is definitely a meta problem. But, but you brought no. up that... No, he's an acting problem. <laughs> well, okay, yes. He's clearly not trying his Forrest Whitakerist. But Well, I mean, again, there's literally only one thing you hire Forrest Whitaker to do. Well, I guess there's one and a half, right? One is to be a guy who barks wisdom at you, and the other is to be a guy who barks wisdom at you is also totally the bad guy who betrayed you. <laughs> okay. But to me, the much more prevailing point is that you can't not see Forrest Whitaker in that role. Because as you mentioned, I'm trying to, like, I'm, I keep trying to big up your, your intelligence here, and you keep driving it off track. You're too modest, Chris. But you brought up, quite wisely... You can't see me right now, but I'm squinting at him with one eye. <laughs> I feel mean. That felt mean. That I'm sorry, mean. Forrest Whitaker. That was mean. I'm just trying to describe how you look, and I can't deny that you have one eye that's squintier than the other. And I don't want to, like... I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that or I want to make fun of you. I just want to say, I like that about your performances. That it's just always method acting for the same method? That, like, I'm, I feel like I'm always getting a sidelong glance from Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> but the point, again, that you brought up that was so wise... <laughs> Is that it's the first time in Star Wars that we've really had, like, big... Well, let's say in decent Star Wars, or potentially decent Star Wars, that we had, like, a distractingly big I think big it was name. early on for you and... Oh, wait, we put uh, but Sam Liam Jackson Neeson. in that Liam Neeson, point. Sam Jackson, yeah. the, Natalie Portman. The prequels were a mess. No, no, that... But, that mm, I guess she had Leon, but that's really, like, kind of her other breakout thing. But, but Forrest Whitaker is Forrest Whitaker. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to, like, go into that movie and... Because, like, Felicity Jones, obviously, we made references to stuff that she's done. Yeah, but she's but the person the who disappears into her roles and is defined more by the things that she's done than her name. Yeah, Forrest so, Whitaker is defined by being Forrest Whitaker and possibly having done an insurance commercial? <laughs> no? No, Dennis, Dennis... I'm not confusing him for a white person. Haysbert, the Allstate guy. I no, I'm definitely name. not confusing him for that 24? guy. No, I, don't I think feel like Forrest Whitaker did something. You know what? You're right, because he doesn't seem like a guy I can trust to buy things from. And I don't mean that <laughs> Wow. in any way other than the fact that usually notably Forrest Whitaker feels like he's probably being a villain. But As put, a person who speaks menacingly. They put Felicity Jones in tight pants and a vest, and I'm like, who is this mystery character? She just disappears into that. They put Forrest Whitaker in, like, so much detritus. I just stepped off the set of he, Game of Thrones. No, like, Game of Thrones and then also Battlefield Earth at Oh, you the need same to change time. it. I'm not changing. Well, you can't wear your World of Warcraft armor in here, Mr. Whitaker. This is so... You know what? Go ahead. They, we'll just CG out the line and make it an X-Wing. God damn it. <laughs> they were filming out... Uh, they were filming a lot of different shows at the studios, the Pinewood Studios in the UK where they do this. They were filming Game of Thrones. They were filming the next Divergent movie. They were filming the Star Wars movie. Forrest Whitaker tripped and fell into the costume room, knocked over a big pile of costumes, got up. Everything was stuck to him. He walked out. Suddenly the continuity people were like, well, we got to make sure that's the same every time. This is the last time I let actors pick out their own outfits. Oh my god. But I think my problem is... I like, didn't go to four years of picking out other people's clothes for them, school, for nothing. Man, what a good gig. <laughs> what a great gig. Put these pants on. Put this shirt on. Yeah, that fucking works. I assume there's skill involved that's just invisible to us. But I, I really feel like there needs to be a scene in this movie where somebody recognizes him as Forrest Whitaker. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to buy into the fiction. Thank you. Nobody's seen that movie. O only this one white guy who will not stop writing me emails about that movie. I mean, I think more appropriate, because let's be honest here, Forrest Whitaker is a professional. He's going to deny, deny, deny for the entire scene. That he's Forrest Whitaker that or Forrest that Whitaker. he was in Street He's going to be like, my name is Brogue. Brogue one. <laughs> Brogue one. And then, uh, what's 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 the ridiculous name of this, this female lead that we have played by Felicity Jones? It's like... Kiln Blacksmith. Van Morrison... Kiln fired pottery. Kylo Ren. Kylo Ren is going to go up to Forrest Whitaker and be like, hey, wait a minute. You're not this hermit who lives in a cave. You Forrest, you were the last king of Scotland. You played Edia Mean. Wait, what? Go yeah. back. No, no, wait, wait. Let's talk about Last King of Scotland, a thing I don't know anything about. So I'm really confused and delighted at the idea of Forrest Whitaker just being an Irish king. No, no, no. Okay, Forrest Whitaker. Uh, also, also, Irish people yeah, are from nope. Scotland. Just realized that those are two different things. <laughs> Forrest Whitaker played Idi Amin, an African dictator, yeah, yeah, who yeah. called himself the Last King of Scotland, even though he had no actual right to that throne. This has been Education Corner with Josh. I feel like the missed opportunity here was just not making a movie in which he is the Last King of Scotland. That would have been more interesting, like yeah. Braveheart 2. Yeah, yeah. Braveheart 2, The Forest for the Well, trees. no, I mean, what I want is a, like you, a... You a stepped George, on my pun. A George I'm very Lucas. I'm about that. <laughs> I want a George Lucas re-release 
of of Braveheart, but we've CG'd in Forrest Whitaker to replace all the Mel Gibson. Because that's basically your best bet for addressing, like, racism. Mel Gibson's reputation? Yeah. Um, Let's associate this this piece of cinematic history with something more positive and better, more likely to star in a Star Wars movie. And I think that happened. As Turnabout is fair play, we should also digitally insert Mel Gibson into Battlefield Earth. Because I don't think Forrest Whitaker Because he deserves that. that not even. He deserves Oh, that. wait. Forrest Whitaker's in that movie? That's not a joke? No. I thought we were setting ourselves up for a John Travolta goof. Guess who's seen Battlefield Earth start to finish? Well, I mean, you statistically had to see at least one shitty movie to the 15 I've subjected myself to willingly. Guess who's got two thumbs and no brain? Yeah. This guy. Although now I feel compelled to, while I'm on this wonderful decline in sanity that I've been on lately, watch that movie. Oh, it's great because it actually does feel like you're going insane. Because the thing about Battlefield Earth is, are you familiar with the term? It's a technical filmmaking term. It's called a Dutch angle. It sounds uh, fancy, I know right? what a Dutch oven is. It's pretty much the same thing, but instead of farting under the covers, it's farting into the theater. Oh, <laughs> a Dutch great. angle is the fancy term for when the director, in his like mindless artistic vision, decides he's going to rotate the camera 45 degrees. Now, are you talking about like it's filmed that way, or is that shot where you see it tilt? No, the, the camera is permanently tilted. That sounds... Okay. The entire film, I believe. Is just everyone kind of pointing toward the corner? The entire film is shot at Dutch angles. Because this is what the body politic of Scientology can call in in terms of favors to direct a film. Uh, I don't think there's a single straight Wait, is that what that thing is about? Oh, I didn't realize it was a science fiction novel by L. Ron Hubbard. Yeah, it's loosely uh, filled with all his crazy nonsense. Holy shit. Well, now I have to watch this. This no, steaming no, pile of... No, no, Let's see what Roger Christian went on to do. In- oh, Roger Christian, you are not a... Good looking fella. Roger Christian did get that song wrote about him. Uh, He's still getting work. Well, it's been a decade. Okay, but the thing is, you're going to think to yourself. It's important to note that he was second unit director alongside George Lucas in Star Wars Episode One: The Phantom Menace. That explains why they're in the same universe. Oh, he directed Underworld? Like, wait, oh no, this is 1996 Underworld, which is the one that nobody knows anything about. Okay. Oh, but- Dennis Leary was in that. Instead of you stream of consciousness IMDb searches for the entire podcast, I'm going to walk you through your mindset right now, Chris. You're thinking to yourself, man, this Battlefield Earth movie sounds terrible. I'm going to watch it. It's going to be so entertaining. It's not. Uh, I'm sorry. I just came off of a, a one-two punch that was After Earth and Maze Runner Scorch Charles. Nobody, I'm ready for anything. Nobody made you do that. Except me. No, no, I know. <laughs> I, I'm not saying that this was like, it's not like a fucking clockwork orange. No one strapped me into a chair and was like, you're going to watch this dog shit. Have fun. I okay. did this to myself. But I'm just saying, like, I, there's nothing, the ceiling, it's all, all up from here. So, this is my last, like, abandoned hope, abandon all hope, ye who enter here, to you. I have memorized and committed to memory the exact performance of John Travolta in Battlefield Earth, delivering the worst line ever committed to film, and I will now give it to you, and you will know that there is nothing for you. This is the best laugh that you will get out of the film. John Travolta says, and I quote, While you were still learning how to spell your name, I was being trained to conquer galaxies! And you might think... I'm not doing a very good job acting. Accurate. 100% accurate. The cadence is exactly as Mr. Travolta delivers it. From you know, beneath a, dude a dreadlocked wig. Deep into that scene, you think you would put more... So uh, I, I get the feeling that after the third day on set, they all realized that they were tanking the Oh careers. shit, our religion's insane. <laughs> oh god. I didn't realize it until I acted it out. That was not that bad. I didn't even mean to slide into a Travolta. Um, hey! <laughs> I can, you know the sad thing is that's I can my only I can pressure, by the <laughs> way. that's the Fonz really. Hey, um, I'm gonna fix this jukebox. Fuck! What is uh What was the name of that girl from that movie? I want to go with Stacy, but that's definitely not it. Stacy? Yeah, from Greece. That's what you're oh, trying. Oh, Sandy. To. Sandy. Sandy. Oh, I, was I, I was not trying to be Zanny Zuko. Oh. I was just trying to be what my Mr. vision Carter? of Johnny Travolta is. No. Okay. Um, Mr. Carter. Uh, hey, fix the jukebox. Way wrong. <laughs> you did it bad. Um, Let's fix this car. It's called Grease Lightning. I, I can. I'm gonna have sex with Sandy on the beach. <laughs> That's here's a drink, sir. That's appropriate. Um, uh, before we convert too many people to Scientology, why don't we get rolling with our first internet hero, official internet hero of the day? Our first internet hero is. Oh, God can you do, try damn that again, it. but less like a pirate? As always, I get a screen name that I have to try three different attempts at. And maybe one of them will be right. It could be Kellickman. It could be Selickman. It could be Selickman. It could be Chellickman. God damn it. Uh, Chellickman asks. Well, no. Chellickman <laughs> asserts Creed 2 should be a fight against North Korea. <laughs> so, obviously, uh, if you're. There's really only three avenues I see here. 
Obviously, if you're super unfamiliar with the world at large, uh, Creed was the continuation of the Rocky franchise, but with Michael B. Jordan playing Apollo Creed's son, Adonis, a.k.a. Donnie. Yeah, I guess it's good that we established that it's not a shitty Christian rock band, right? No, this is so not... So that way you can keep listening to the show. This is not... We're not sc- going to talk about Creed. This is not the screenplay I'm currently working on, and this is all I'll say about the band uh, that channels the difficult life that Scott Staff has had. Being confused for the staff infection. They're two separate entities and it has just hounded him since he was a child. But anyway, Creed 2, uh, punchy time, boxing man. I feel like we can do, we can certainly punch up this title a little bit. Uh, Creed 2. We don't really do twos anymore. Hell, we couldn't even bring ourselves to call it Star Wars 7. We just call it Star Wars The Force Awakens. So, But it is unofficially episode 7. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but, I mean, but I'm just saying, like, Creed 2, wouldn't it be like, what? Okay, so there's no, like, Creeded. Creedier, you can't be more creed. Hmm. Okay, so uh, believe the creed. I think the new thing is going to be words in front of the first movie's title. Yeah, yeah. Or after, if you can make it happen. Like, uh, what are things that people say involving the word creed? <laughs> creed sucks. Uh, uh, it's really something people say involving the word creed. Assassin's Creed is taken. Man, I would rather watch a movie. Oh, oh, wait, in wait, which... wait, wait. Creed round two. It's uh, a boxing movie. Yeah. But there's no, I mean, like, it, it's Creed? split in half between its creedness and its boxingness. What, you want it to all be Creed, or you want it like, to all you need be boxing? Like a, you need like we a, call it boxing, too. <laughs> if I you mean, wanted more boxing in there. I mean, I guess you could, because everyone would just be like, well, it has to be, like, tangentially related to Rocky, right? Because it was the only boxing What if they just called it less, less racist Rocky, too? Um, <laughs> too, too real? Is Rocky 2 the one where his dad died? Uh, Creed's dad, to Was be Rocky 2 the one with the robot? No, that was, like, three or four. I don't know anything about the Rocky. Three movies. is the intro. No, wait. So three is when the dad dies, and four is when he fights Russia. So uh, I think Rocky one is when he fights Apollo Creed and loses. loses. Rocky two is when he fights Apollo Creed and wins, but there's also Clubber Lang, but him and Apollo Creed are friends. Rocky three has got to be double punch. Rocky three is when no, that's when that's at the end of Rocky two, I think. Uh, and then yeah. Rocky three is when uh, Ivan Drago, the Russian, which is clearly the inspiration for this North Korea bit. Ivan Drago kills. Apollo Creed, who's Rocky's friend now. And then Ivan Drago proceeds to punch Ronald Reagan to death in this alternate timeline. Are you fucking... I hope that's true, man. I wish that it were true. Having um, not seen any Rocky movies except for that one Rocky movie I saw with you, so having seen one Rocky movie... Um, I mean, what would raise the stakes more than a communist killing your best friend is a communist killing Ronnie Reagan, the grand uh, protector of America and fighter of communism. I think it should have happened. It never happened. But I'm willing... What if in Creed 2, North Korea kills Ronald Reagan... Because in this timeline, Ronald Reagan is still alive and still president. Um, that's depressing alternative <laughs> reality. I don't think Grand Inquisitor Reagan is going to like to hear that attitude, oh, Chris. Boy. I mean, that's basically... I mean, you might as well just go with that. <laughs> okay, but clearly, uh, while you puzzle out the, the grand history of the Rocky franchise, clearly the one where he fights the, the Russians is supposed to be the inspiration for this. He's saying that we have one big enemy left, and it's North Korea... Actually, it's still Russia, and economically it's China, but we're not going to get into politics on this podcast. That's for our other podcast that we run uh, called Internet Cowards, in which we call out all of the... I was going to go with Politibros, but fine, let's go with Internet Cowards. (laughs) Well, okay, we have a constant fight going on, uh, because on that podcast, it's like like Hannity and Combs, that Fox News show, where you're the token liberal and I'm the stalwart conservative. Sure. So we don't even agree on the name of the podcast. I'm literally just wearing Feel the Burn stickers right now as an outfit. That's it's all. true. Yeah. Let me let me tell you, listeners at home, because you need a mental picture for this, not that many stickers. About nine I, stickers. I mean, like, it's 15 bucks a pop, <laughs> so I gotta be honest with you, I only bought a cam. It's, it's nine stickers, most of them above the waist. Do with that what you will. Yeah. Anyway. Rocky 3, by the way. Super Rocky punch. 3 is Ivan Drago? No, is the Super Punch. Oh, okay. So, Rocky 4 also, is when... Also, this inexplicable ocean party between Rocky and Creed Dad. We used to be so much more cool with homoeroticism than before we were cool with gay marriage. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, I, like, did you ever think about that? It, this is all—it's all fun and games until someone wants to get fucking married, and then we're like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hey, we were cool with you frolicking. You can have beach. a splish splashy party in the ocean all you want. We were cool with you playing volleyball and then flexing before you got into your fighter jets and rode each other's asses. But it's not cool if you guys want to make it official. Yeah, you can't law. have a tax break. <laughs> That's only for fucking straightos. <laughs> 
Straightos is, of course, the preferred term. Straight people to refer to themselves. No, it's my term. <laughs> straight people. Anyway, uh, so so North Korea is obviously this guy, Seaman, uh, as I'm going to call him, to to cleverly dodge the trap you fell into. Well, 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 well. I need to make sure that we're on the same page here. He wants to go. He's got to fight North Korea. He does not specify a fighter from North Korea. Yeah, yeah. He says the entire country. Yeah, yeah. So I'm, I want to know what you want to explore here. Do you want to explore the scenario in which he has to go there and fight basically their like their entire army, like all their armed forces as a as a, a one man army, or does he have to do like a DBZ style leap into the like high atmo, charge up his punch, and come? I want some like BVS style impact, like single punch, yeah. hero landing, obliterates like that part uh, of the yeah, Peninsula. like grand spectacle of a. Of a, of a effect will come out of his punch so it'll, say, first it'll be an emp and then it'll be like a shockwave and then it'll be like an a-bomb <laughs> um and then it'll just be like a singularity that just sucks up all that remains into his fist and then he'll take that floating energy and just like fucking eat it right off of his <laughs> fist and swallow it well he has to watch what he eats because he has to say fighting trick i feel like i just described the plot of fist of the north star so obviously we have to rule that out because the movie's too short Nobody goes to the theater to see short films anymore. This isn't the 1930s. We have to get up to that. The rest of that's just like whatever fucking interpersonal problem he's got to conquer. Okay, I'm sorry. Nobody wants to see a training montage for three minutes of one punch. So I think that that movie is just, it's too lopsided. It's too short. People are going to want a more even spread of action. When Creed comes a-knocking, they're going to want their number one athlete out Again, there on to the be competition clear, You mean field. the athlete Creed, not the band Creed, right? Either one. Okay. So in this situation, they answer, answer the threat with the same response. No, no, no. I'm saying that when North Korea hears that we're sending... Punch that man to death! Punch that band to death! No, when North Korea hears that we're sending both Scott Staff and Adonis Donnie Creed to fight their bravest warrior, there's only one option there. And that's the glorious mm-hmm. leader. Creed is going to have to punch Kim Jong-un. There you go. I had to get there. Yeah. It was a process. It's it's mostly just that I've been so indoctrinated by the that I can't say his name. You mean you've spent more time with Ill than you have Un. No, That's no, no. It was, it was just all of it. Like, I, when I was over there... <laughs> I mean, if you were indoctrinated, I need to get out of this apartment no, Don't right you now. remember uh, when I watched that Vice documentary about North Korea, and then I was like, I want to make that. I'm going to go to North Korea. And then I spent three years in a North Korean prison camp. What did you want to make? The documentary? I wanted to make a Vice-style documentary about okay, North Korea. Okay, I was confused about your intention. Whether I want to make my own country that was North Korea. I want to make North Korea. Well, it's there already. Well, but... so when I went there, I wanted to make the documentary. And now that I've come back, I want to make North Korea. But anyway, it's difficult for me to say Dear Leader's name. Goals. It's difficult for me to say Dear Leader's name without feeling like I'm blaspheming, still adjusting to being back in the U.S. of A. God bless America, Trump 2016, all that stuff. But Make America great again. Uh, Kim Jong-un is clearly, by definition, the greatest sportsman under the Juche ideology. So it would be a fight between him, that fat little pudge ball who loved playing StarCraft in college in Switzerland, and uh, Michael B. Jordan, perhaps the finest specimen of man we have ever cultivated into a muscle-bound coil of h- human aggression. Certainly a good-looking man that put on so much muscle weight for Creed that I had to excuse myself from the theater briefly. I mean, it would have been I nice I literally you... think the opening shot was like him shirtless and just like fucking like ripped to death. And I'm just like, and I'm gone. It would be nice if you had excused yourself from the theater. That's all I'll say on that matter. <laughs> That's why I keep a pair of pants in my backpack. Let's check in with another internet hero. Right you are, Chris. <laughs> that wasn't a right or wrong, but go on. It was more of a request. <laughs> right you are that we should? <laughs> yes, Chris. I don't know. I was just trying You're to be... Bid- I think you tried to Britishism something. No, no, that was actually uh, MXC. Because we're about to uh, MCU Keanu Reeves thanks to Tiki Box. Save that segue. Oh, we're going to bring Keanu Reeves into the main verse. The, no, the Marvel Universe, which has not yet joined the main verse, but it will shortly. Yeah, but as we established, I only acknowledge... Okay, so the main verse. One true MCU is the main verse. All right, we're going to bring Keanu Reeves into uh, the MCU to play a character in those films. X-Men included. So it technically isn't just MCU. It's also the stuff Fox has the rights to, uh, stuff Sony has the rights to, which what is that even anymore? Half the rights to Spider-Man. Did Sony make the Blade movies? You know, is Wesley Snipes out of prison? Know. Is Blade 4 in production? Um, Blade Trinidad? Who has <laughs> Fantastic... Just... Oh, that's Fox who has Fantastic Four. Blade Trinidad, where Blade goes Blade back to... Blade was New Line Cinema Distributed. Production New Line Marvel. Yeah. Wow, man, they really split that up. They made a lot of weird, bad 90s decisions. No, because that was the move back then. You just sold it and then you no, just no, waited for the like, checks to come they, in. They made a lot of money, but... Um... Clearly not enough to keep them from selling to Disney. Anyway, uh... So well, on the topic of Blade, can we go ahead and kick Keanu Reeves to play Ryan Reynolds in Blade Trinity? I'm really glad you said Ryan Reynolds there. 
Not either Jessica Biel or Wesley Snipes. I mean, literally, I went with a guy he looks like. You think Ryan Reynolds and Keanu Reeves look alike? I think that when he has his beard in this particular fashion, as he does in the Blade Trinity, it does, posters, it does lengthen Ryan Reynolds' face into Keanu yeah. level height. He's got he's a, just Keanu, missing the hair and the Asiatic eyes. Is that racist? No, he's like half. No, no, Japanese. I know, but I think the phrase Asiatic eyes just makes me uncomfortable as a white person. I tend to just not say anything Almond that is eyes? a race or a continent or a color. I mean, I don't think that we can. I, I don't you have to disregard the existence of the epicanthic fold. I haven't said the word black since 2007. That must be really hard. Well, I just said it now, so thanks. <laughs> what was the question? Are you racist? No, uh, no. before that, uh, where, where do we that want Keanu Reeves to slot into this Marvel universe of movies? What character would you like to see bring to life on the big screen? Well, the, the honest answer, which is to say... <laughs> The unfunny answer, which is to say the thing that almost happened, is the upcoming Doctor Strange in which he plays Stephen Strange. I don't know the first thing about Doctor Strange. I don't give a shit about Doctor Strange. I don't give a shit about Marvel, let's be honest here. However, I would pay a lot of money to watch two hours of Keanu Reeves wiggling his fingers around in the air and saying, like, Dormammu doorstop, and then the door hangs open. So you, you've said this on a private previous podcast. I know less about Doctor Strange than you do, apparently. What's Dormammu? I don't know. Is, is it a word a he says, thing? though? Is it actually know. a word he is says? That, do I continually associate with Doctor Strange? Does I think it's a demon. Is... Uh, apparently, it's a fictional character in, the in Marvel, Marvel Comics. I don't know. He could still play Dormammu. Yeah. I thought I uh, I thought it was... Uh, is he affiliated with Doctor Strange? Does Doctor Strange say his name just for funsies? Yeah, it looks like he's affiliated with Doctor Strange, because if you type in Strange on the Wikipedia page, it's 65 out of 87. Wait, Dormammu's no. the bad guy in Doctor Strange. Because I guess there's okay. a bunch of... I guess we just figured out who Mad Nicholson's playing. Well, no, I guess there's a bunch of people who are competing to be the Sorcerer Supreme at Taco Bell. And Dormammu betrays them or something. I don't know. I read a sentence of Wikipedia and it was too much. I ejected out immediately. <laughs> yeah, no. I would have... I mean, like... He, I mean, he just, he rocks a beard pretty good, is what I'm saying with Keanu Reeves. A goatee, specifically. And I feel like Doctor Strange, I don't know, again, I don't know the first thing about Doctor Strange, but I feel like he's the kind of guy who doesn't have to be a nuanced in his acting, let's say. Well, I mean, if you want to go that route, I think the vision as Keanu Reeves is also a very good option. Because I, not again, necessarily, because well, I, funny... I th- no, I, I don't think he would succeed, but I want to hear what Keanu Reeves doing a British accent sounds like. You're much more up on the Keanu I don't think that you have to have a British accent to be the vision. I think it just so happens that someone wrote away for the Vision to have a British accent. I think by design, the Vision is probably almost American. Thank you for mocking my narrow worldview. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on to another option. If I'm being completely honest, I kind of want Keanu to remain unsullied by the Marvel Universe. I feel like he has He's this... just this one pure He entity. has this childlike sadness, and like all of Hollywood is going to get sucked into it. And I want him to kind of be on the outside looking in, but eventually... In his uh, in his mopiness on a bench eating a sandwich, I want him to realize that he is truly the victor because he stayed artistically pure. Sure, we got Daniel Day-Lewis to come in and replace Hugh Jackman as Wolverine. Sure, we got Matt Damon to play Robin in Batman 2. That would be such a good Nightfall. Movie. What are you doing, Boy Wonder? I'm older than you. <laughs> why don't you call me Man Wonder? Hey, Batflick, why am I wearing these fucking green short shorts, dog? I have an inappropriate relationship with you. Uh, to be clear, uh, I've just now replayed the tape in my head, and it would in no way be an improvement if Batman referred to Robin as a man wonder. Uh, I've just no. realized this. Yeah, that's a different story. <laughs> I, I I, mean, like, I feel very strongly that uh, Hugh Jackman at 47 feels like he's getting too old to play Wolverine. Can't but Keanu's right. that old too, right? Yeah, no, but we can get Keanu Reeves to play a younger Wolverine. Keanu Reeves is only 51. 51? That's older than Hugh Jackman. Yeah, but he looks younger than Hugh Jackman. That's the important thing. He can he can Tom Willing this role big time. Your solution to the impending Wolverine crisis, as it is known, TM, this podcast, is to replace the old actor with an even older actor. No, is to replace the old actor with an ageless time warrior, Keanu Reeves. So Has th- Keanu Reeves aged at any point in your life? I think he started aging when George Carlin died and he lost access to the time-traveling phone booth. This is my working theory. Uh, no, he ch- he just aged slightly up, but he's locked it down since then. He's locked like, in He was a age. boy oh. in Bill and Ted, but there was like, you know, like 1999 Keanu is basically the same Keanu we, got, uh, we have now. No, I'm saying that Keanu was allowed to live like centuries of experience. Wait, this is the opposite of how time travel works. He would have just gotten really, really old in front of us if he kept traveling back in time to yeah. live more. Statistically speaking, we're describing an existing Marvel character. Can we figure out who this Marvel character is? The and- ageless? I just made up a Marvel character. Call me Stanley. No, I mean, I feel like there's a 75% chance that there's... There's already a Marvel character called the Ageless. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and... Theogenes the Skipper? What? Hold on. Theogenes the Skipper. 
No one is called the ageless. That seems impossible to me. There are people who are ageless. That just seems like such an obvious name. Thor girl? Hold on. She, her name is not the ageless. No. That's, that's the result that came up. Uh, she must be ageless. Yeah, a lot of people are ageless in the Marvel Universe, but they haven't no, gotten to that name they first. They just gave me a... Wait, is this the new woman? Copyright 2016. Nope. Anybody in a comic writes that character, you owe me... What is copyright law? Are you familiar with copyright law? A million dollars? I'm familiar with any law. Five million dollars? Yeah, sure. Why not? They owe me five million dollars if you name any character the ageless. I feel like he could be... Why are we still doing the podcast? I'm rich. <laughs> well, let's wait for the check to arrive. Okay. All right. That's good. It's good to like keep flexible and like use your brain while you wait to become the richest man ever to podcast. I'll buy you a car when the check arrives. I mean, I do need a car. You've been good to me. here nor there. $30,000 or less, you haven't been that good I'm to curious me. to see what some of the recommendations from Reddit are. Uh, well, we have... This is Silver Surfer. We were having a serious discussion at one point. We did bring up Silver Surfer. That is actually a serious... No, he's like built exactly like that and probably knows how to surf. And also would speak like a good alien boy. Uh, blank Bolt. I can't say that word. We've discussed this. Uh, Gambit is actually not a bad suggestion. In so much that he couldn't act like Gambit, but he literally... Has the face of Gambit. Like, he has the perfect hair structure, the facial hair okay. structure. We're getting into trouble here, though. This is a case where he would have to have an accent. I can't picture Keanu Reeves doing a Cajun accent. <laughs> I can't even picture myself doing a Cajun accent, as evidenced by the last five seconds. My mom used to make me gumbo. That's a great Cajun accent right there, Keanu. Mm-hmm. That was actually a pretty good Keanu Reeves impression. I would consider I've been, him... I've been... I've been watching the Keanu No, but I would consider time. him an unimpressible human being. He doesn't have a very distinctive voice. I would be down. Someone suggested the Punisher. I could get behind that. But we've had too many Punishers like a, at this point. He would be the fourth Punisher. No, we're going to go ahead and disregard Ray, Ray Winstone, who had no business being Wait, that was the Punisher? In Warzone, yeah. That was the Punisher in yeah, Warzone? Yeah. yeah, we went with Ray Winstone. That's terrible. He's yeah. British, right? He's that yeah, like yeah. British man who's built yeah. like a bulldog yeah. that you shaped? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. I apologize. This is a children's nope. podcast. Yeah, that's what we got. We're like, well, who can we follow up the, the amazing performance of Thomas G. Ray Winston? Oh, my God. And we only have three. Oh, no, I, I keep forgetting about that 80s fucking movie. Because, I mean, Tom Jane, to be clear, looks like a man who just wants to save his kids. Thomas Jane? Thomas Jane. Yeah. That's an Arrested Development he reference. Like I don't know if you're up on that train. Yeah, he's a homeless person. I remember. He just wants to save his kids, Chris. But he does. He has that, like, every man appeal. That's why the joke lands on Arrested Development. because it's saying something you've always already thought about Thomas Jane. Uh, I just came across Adam Warlock again, so I gotta figure out how this motherfucker. Adam is. Warlock is, I believe, uh, blonde, crazy man who was in a cocoon. Uh, well, that's just a biography for Keanu Reeves. We should just roll with that. Was Keanu Reeves in the film Cocoon? It was him and Wolf. No, he Grimley was born in a cocoon. And Betty White. I'm just saying all the old people I know. I don't know if any of these people. Are in I piece it together real quick after a, a name or two. Cocoon two. Wait, but he's like, he, what's the difference between Adam Warlock Gutenberg. and Stephen Strange? Um, Adam Warlock, I believe, was in a cocoon at some point. There was all kinds of crazy fan theories about Guardians of the Galaxy saying that he was in the cocoon that Benicio del Toro made. And also, I believe that Benicio del Toro sat on that cocoon like an egg for several years. I'm keeping it warm. This was not in the script. Give me a blunt. This is just part of what Benicio del Toro wanted to do with his free time. This is Bat Country. Nope, that's not even his line. <laughs> that's not even his line, no. But Johnny Depp will play Adam Warlock, so it's irrelevant. Johnny Depp will play Adam Warlock just so you can hang out with Benicio del Toro. All right, on that somber note, why don't you deliver us onto another internet hero? My salvation, stuntman Ron. <laughs> Is that Wait, a name? Is not Ron the name of the stepdad from the Stuntman movie with that guy who's from Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Andy Samberg? It, I believe this is probably a reference to Hot Rod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't seen that movie, but I, I feel think like you're his right. stepdad's, stepdad's name is Ron. I'm going to leave the mystery alive. Stuntman Ron asks, am I the only person who would like to see a new Paulie Shore movie? Let's let's get into everything that he says. Well, I mean, it's, I, you say everything like it's this grand encompassing uh, No, but thought. there's evidence here. There's evidence here. That I want to... So Stuntman Ron observes that he... he I just think... He just he says, I, I just think we should bring the weasel back. I grew up watching his movies and love them, and I'd be super stoked if he made more. Am I the only one, or do you agree? Okay, so I would like to enter into evidence. Two things. First, the answer to your question is, yes, you are the only person who likes to see a new Polly Shore movie. No, I'm sure Polly Shore was a... No, you don't think even Polly Shore was a... No, 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 no. Walk with me here. In fire? Second, the answer fire is because this is Polly Shore. You think that this is something wrong? Who still refers to Polly Shore as the weasel? The answer, Polly Shore. Who still uses the phrase super stoked? The answer, Polly Shore. I think 
right after finishing this post and posting it to Reddit, Pauly Shore walked to his nearest AMPM and wheezed the juice. Because this is Pauly Shore. We're outing it here. Pauly Shore's Reddit name is Stuntman Wrong. You look as though you've just Googled, image searched, and discovered an image of Pauly Shore naked. No. Please share with the, the class. I, I clicked on Stuntman Ron to see his posting history to see if he could perhaps actually be Pauly Shore. Is it Son-in-Law is such a great film? In the Army Now is an underrated gem? No, it's mostly just a lot of aggressive sexism. So Also Pauly Shore. Yeah, I, I mean, like I'm not dismissing the possibility slash reality that Pauly Shore is aggressively sexist. But this is more like women are psychopaths level. Like this is this is alarmist sexism, not okay, like okay, Polly so Shore just likes. You're saying that sexist. this isn't necessarily Polly Shore, but that a tragedy has occurred here. This man has had his heart broken and has like so aggressively blamed women that he's retreated back into the world of his childhood, where he thinks Polly Shore is the only one who can save him. I mean, that does sound like the internet. Yeah. Yeah, let's this go with is that. fascinating. So this, I don't think we need to talk about Pauly Shore's career, which, to be clear, is in a desperate state of sadness. There is, uh, okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pull out a card that we never we said we would never play it. It's too powerful. We we can't get involved with it, but I'm gonna do it, Chris. I watched the MTV Cribs episode of Pauly Shore as research to report on this. I went inside. The crib and to to a certain extent inside the mind of Mr. Paul Shore. I don't think that the year that MTV Cribs began, that there was any way, shape, or form. I mean, they must have just had such a low list. It was eight minutes, okay? This was a YouTube video. It was eight long minutes of Paul Shore showing off a very nice house, but at the same time, continually making jokes about how sad and irrelevant he was. But at the same time, you were like, wait a minute, Mr. Shore. Those ain't jokes. That's how you really feel. Yeah, this is what's a direct his weight quote? situation like? And I, I don't mean that in like a sh- superficial judgment, but I mean like, does he look like a man who's been drinking himself to death? I will say, to Mr. Shore's credit, he looks as though he has been frozen in ice, unchanged from the nineties, like <laughs> some sort trim. of like some sort of Encino man. He cut his hair. He's in good he shape. Modernized, but there's a sadness there. Uh, this is a direct quote from the MTV Cribs of Paulie Shore. This is where I sit by myself with my two dogs, referring to his couch. He, at least he didn't have cats. Wow, I have a cat. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, you're you're one cat shy away from it being a problem. Cats so are, keep it keep it to a singular. Di- uh, I'm sorry, keep it to a one. Cats are noble animals. Yeah, one cat. Cats is noble animal. I would like to see you shit in a box. I mean, I'd shit in a round box every day. No, but I mean, like, I would like to actually watch you shit in the box. That's oh, what I'm well, saying. Well, the things that we do on after cue. the show are on cue. I love you too, Oxford. You're a good boy. Uh, okay, so then, uh, he goes into his kitchen, and he's showing off all the food. He picks up a cucumber, and he's like, we gotta start with this big cucumber, and then he licks the cucumber, because it looks like a penis, Chris. And then I just have written in my notes, I don't know exactly what he said, but I just wrote, doing a racist voice. So immediately after that, he just made a racist voice. There's no racial racial (laughs) caricature association with cucumber. So whatever he shows there I don't believe it was related to the cucumber, but sequentially it followed right after. So then I thought, what else has Polly Shore been up to? And coincidentally, I searched for... Best of Polly Shore. Guess what the top result is? Polly Shore's own YouTube channel. He's the only person who's made a YouTube montage of his greatest hits moments. Oh, that's not how it works. Yeah, you leave has, you leave that to someone else to do. He has a YouTube channel with two thousand subscribers. I'm pretty sure this podcast, which we have not publicized anywhere, has more subscribers than Polly Shore. Polly Shore has been in films, okay, like films that are that are still referenced to this day. There is a video sometimes. There is a video of Polly Shore and Tom Green in a sport utility vehicle. It had 16 views. I was one of the 16 views. <laughs> I feel like Pauly Shore and Tom Green are basically in the same boat in in a, in a weird, like, what, five years off generational gap? I mean, so, to be clear, if Stuntman Ron is not Pauly Shore, then then you were not the only person who would like to see a Pauly Shore movie. Pauly Shore would like to see a Pauly Shore movie, and his need is a lot richer and more sincere than yours. I feel like Pauly Shore, for the last 20 years, has been an extended cry for help. Regardless of the identity of of cool stepdad Ron, I do think that there is an interesting angle to explore here, and that is, of course, if we're going to have a Pauly Shore renaissance in the same way we had a McConaissance, or let's say we've seen a revival of a lot of classic shows, uh, Fuller House is an example that comes to mind. You're speaking my language. I went straight to Matthew McConaughey. I actually spent most of the day... Just looking at pictures of a shirtless Matthew McConaughey? That's perfectly normal. I wish. That would have been a much better use of my time. Oh, yeah. I spent all day... Trying to think of the best ways to combine the words Polly and Shore with the word 
Renaissance. I came up with Polissance or Renishore. This was, to be clear, I'm not, this isn't even, this isn't a goof, this isn't a joke. This is two hours of my brain. Those are our two options. Why didn't you go with Shorevival? If you'll excuse me, I need to <laughs> quit this podcast yourself? forever. Survival is okay. Uh, I, I think it's both revival and survival. I think Paul. I think Paulsons just rolls off the tongue better. But anyway, so we're gonna get Polishore back. I had the exact same thought because clearly the vehicle is not to just remake a '90s comedy with Polishore in it. Well, that's depending. There are two avenues to explore here. Okay, I I, I, I went the same route that you did initially, which is to say that like, how do you modernize? It's the it's the the age old like video game question, right? Like, how do we take this old dumb shit that people know about and make it apply to modern rules? Slow up Google Maps. Give me the give me the two avenues. Okay, that's one avenue. One is like one we, is need, to, we need to modernize Polly Shore. Okay. So like Avenue A, let's call it. Yeah, Avenue B is you Pee Wee Herman, which is like let's pretend like nothing's happened in the past thirty years. I think you're missing the very lucrative, very possible Avenue C. Okay, and I we return once more this. to the middle ground, the middle I, path, the middle path horses. No horses in this idea, but they can easily be added in in post. Yeah, horses are very CG friendly. I turned this over in my head and I thought, Polly Shore is a man who still goes on podcasts and refers to himself as the weasel. Well. As a fully grown, overgrown man. He still tours doing comedy uh, in the middle of the country while simultaneously... Now, are you sure he doesn't tour doing Com Eddie, in which he's trying to communicate with his friend Eddie? Either or. 1D Eddie. He's one of the three brothers from Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Either or. That would be a, a real career breakthrough if you could be in a cartoon. <laughs> I mean, there had to be a guy who played Ed, so I, I mean 1D Ed. He is clearly still in this mindset that he can make a comeback. Was one of those Eds nicknamed Double D? Mm-hmm. That seems like a problem. Not for later in life when he discovered his true identity. Oh, really? You want Wachowski? <laughs> okay. So... Hey, man, good for him. Yeah, I know. That's, that wasn't a crack. I feel yeah. bad about that. But uh, anyway, Pauly Shore doesn't understand that his brand of comedy is dead, right? <laughs> well, from what you've communicated to me, it seems he's aggressively aware of that. No, 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 no. no. I mean, he's sad on the inside and he thinks, but he always has the hope that it will come back, that they can make an Encino Man too, that they can make a son-in-law too, uh, where presumably someone is his son-in-law and tries to have sex with him in a very inappropriate situation. All, I wanna, all I'm saying is I want to see Pauly Shore in a bathrobe. Anyway... I, think, yeah, I feel like an Instagram account is like one click away from fulfilling <laughs> your fantasy. You're probably right. But it has no followers. It's like his YouTube page. I, I feel like the thing here that we're both missing that's crucial is the route to getting Pauly Shore back is to have him think he's acting in a comedy while in reality he's acting in a sort of end of the era drama. Like I'm thinking like Paul Thomas Anderson kind of uh, like end of an era kind of sadness that the oh, characters aren't necessarily in on. Oh, you want some like real deep on. French ass like, existential bullshit. No, no, no. I want like Boogie Nights but with Pauly Shore instead of pornography. So you just want to see Pauly Shore's real big dick. I don't want to see Pauly Shore's real big dick. That would be a plus though. What I'm saying is... Uh, incidentally, I feel like there should be a movie <laughs> called Pauly Shore's Real Big Dick. <laughs> that could be the name of this movie. What I'm saying is I want somebody who can bring like the pathos to Pauly Shore's story where he thinks he's acting in a hilarious 90s comedy and we all see it for the tragedy that it is. I think Pauly Shore, much like Matthew McConaughey, could be Academy Award winner Pauly Shore. See, I see this as kind of uh, shaking out slightly differently, which is to say... You're on the right. You're on the you're you're on the beaten path. But how this would happen? Uh, <laughs> I really don't think this is the beaten path. But continue. You're on the path many... that leads to, to to beating. Oh, okay. Your own dick. So you're specifically referring to what I would do on this yeah, path. Yeah, yeah. Okay. However, the modern day, the modern answer to this would be: we start out with what you described, but at some point, it's going to have to have like that meta reality check, which is going to be like the young guy, the Zac Efron of the group, who has to actually challenge. Probably sure and be like, what the fuck are you doing? What the fuck is this? We can't fucking go in this biodome. Are you out of your fucking... Like, someone has to basically break the fourth wall by calling into question all Pauly Shore's weird 90s uh, decision-making uh, skills, which is to say, bad ones. I mean, but it's it's kind of fascinating in retrospect, as we look back on this career, just how many of those concepts were centered in the 90s. Like, we thought biodomes would be a viable scientific enterprise. Nobody lives in biodomes anymore. I'm pretty sure they do, but... We thought that we could bring cavemen back to life. Nobody's trying to do that anymore. I'm pretty sure we did. We did bring a caveman back to life? We brought a dog to... Kevin James, the King of Queens... Of course, it all He's makes so much man? sense. Are you saying? We, <laughs> I'm saying. I'm saying we, we literally unfroze. just defrosted Fred Flintstone, and it's like we got another oh, redhead for you. Here you go. I think Kevin James is a defrosted. Is she thin? Yeah, you fat fuck. She's thin. I, I believe that Kevin James may have been from the Neolithic area. Era is what I'm saying. The Neolithic area, you know. Yeah. 
Just that part. We all know where. I don't it know. Is. You don't feel like he redeemed himself with "Here Comes the Boom," I just... which I assume is what he just says before he goes to the bathroom. Oh no! Oh yeah, it's, no! It's Christmas. Than I usually like to go, but it seems accurate. Tell me to change the subject. <laughs> no, I want you to think about Kevin James basically detonating his porcelain throne. No, tell me to change the subject. All right, fine. Uh, <laughs> can you please check in with another internet hero? I'd be happy to. The one who knack. I'm so tired of this. I know. It's it's like I almost stacked the deck. Jesus fucking Christ. No, because we arranged this in such a way there's no way that you could possibly... Or is there? No, I'm pretty... I'm not that dumb. Perhaps I am the villain of this podcast. Relevant to the question, if you could swap two movie villains, which two would you swap? Okay, so I'm just going to lay down here to ground ourselves and stop us from getting too caught up in the realm of thought. I think clearly the villain that we're going to swap with everyone else is J.K. Simmons and Whiplash. Wait, so with what? Anything. Oh, basically. This is where we fill in the blank. You want someone who is a, a motivational harasser? Yeah. I, who stands in for J.K. Simmons and Whiplash? I'm going to say Abomination from The Incredible Hulk starring Edward Norton and Elizabeth Tyler. I believe is her name. You're not wrong. So, okay. The Abomination, a.k.a. Russian man name, a.k.a. actor who played Russian man name. Emil Blonsky is the character or the actor? Keep going. I'm at sea, Chris. Throw me a throw me a throw me a rug. A rug? Uh, <laughs> I would not be good in a sea rescue situation, is what I've just learned. Emil looking... Blonsky is the character? Yeah. Because it's a Russian ass name, but Is it played by Emil Hirsch? What? No. It's played by Keep Tim going. Roth. There you go. Tim Roth! You're looking for reservoir dogs. You were dipping into I don't know what Emil Hirsch has been in. <laughs> Speed racer. Oh, yeah, he was the speed racer, wasn't he? I want the Abomination uh-huh. transformed Timothy Roth okay. to, like, teach kids to play classical music, or jazz music. So you want... I Okay. I'm with you. I'm going to go ahead and kind of uh, elevate this to, I think that you want the Whiplash dude in Captain America movies, because I want to see a motivational scene where he's yelling verbal abuse at Captain America, but it's all sexist and racist shit. Captain America's like, yeah, I agree. Yeah, totally. No. Yeah. Yeah. Women are the worst. They suck. Okay. You pointed out that America's greatest villain is history. Um, now, Now I think we should go straight down that drain we've been circling on this podcast for the last two minutes, two odd minutes. What if... Instead of the villain Whiplash in Iron Man 2. It was literally <laughs> the movie J.K. Simmons from Whiplash. Yeah. The human concentration of Whiplash. Yeah, I'd be down with it. It could make a worse movie, that's for sure. Like, uh, you know what, Iron Man, your father was much better at science than you are. And I think you're going to be a miserable failure. And I bet you couldn't even punch me or shoot repulsor beams at me if you wanted to. What if? And then Iron Man would start dragging Whiplash Man behind him. And then chucking I think he's him. just Whiplash. Well, no, it would be J.K. Simmons. Yeah, yeah. As I'm pretty sure he's just Whiplash. His name is Whiplash in the film Whiplash. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's the titular character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It all makes I sense. I don't know why you went with Whiplash Man. I don't know. So he's dragging J.K. Simmons, and then he's chucking him. And J.K. Simmons just keeps shouting, are you chucking or dragging? Are you chucking or dragging? Like that famous scene in the yeah. film Whiplash. And throws a chair at him. Yeah. And Which a symbol. Is, again, Tony, Tony Stark's only weakness. He throws a symbol at him. I want to see a movie where... The main character from the hit TV series Blacklist is he a villain? I feel like he's an anti-hero, lovable anti-hero. Well, like, what if we made him play a really shitty robot? I like where this is going. Um, and what if we made like, this? Does really... he does he look like a robot? But he just has the voice of the guy from the Blacklist. He kind of mostly looks like a robot, except he has impossibly stupid facial animation that gives him realistic human bendy human face. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, I want like eyebrows, lip. Lips, nose, nostril flaring, the whole nine yards. I don't know what you're I talking really about. See... I was referring to the actor from the blacklist, Bendy Human Face. Oh, Bendy Human Face. Yeah, yeah. He was he was from um, Stargate. He was Stargate. He was in uh, The Practice, uh, beloved the by critics secretary everywhere. Secretary, where he f- fucked Maggie Gyllenhaal. Beloved by critics everywhere for his I actually don't know if they face. actually have sex, but they definitely have... Spanks. There's a lot of BSDM. I like that you reordered that. It can go both ways, like LGBT and LBGT. I really don't think it can, because both the B and the D stand for bondage. Yeah, no, but, but you can go with bondage slave, <laughs> dominant, submissive, or you can go with bondage slave. Whoa, whoa, that was BSDS. <laughs> you can go with Batman, Now, now truly, you were the one at C. I'm just saying you can In switch. I'm pretty confident you can switch those two bad boys around. All right. That's all I'm saying. All I'm not right. part of that community, but I think I know what I'm talking about. All right. Um... <laughs> Okay, so you want uh, Bendy Human Face, 
who played the character James Spader on the blacklist. No, I basically now I want to re I want to go ahead and recon what I said earlier. Now I, I want James Spader from the secretary to be the villain in Ultron. Okay. Avengers. So he's just like, he's just I will in- make you crawl across my office just to receive a inappropriate spanking. So Oh, because she had a typo. Every typo equaled spank. So you're Man, saying uh, Ultron... Hey, can we watch Secretary with our pants off? After the podcast, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously. We can't do this We right do that now. every podcast after the that's podcast. Our, that's our, that's our, our rap podcast. <laughs> that's how we wind down and uh, something off. Um, <laughs> no, but you're saying you want Ultron to like drop Fabranium on the floor and make Iron Man bend down to pick yeah, it yeah, up because it's so valuable. And then suddenly Iron Man's... Uh, is it Iron? I guess it's it would ass? be Iron. Sure. Yeah. It's got to take a savage slapping because it's... You know Ultron's not going to hold back. So Iron Man's Iron Can on full display yeah. gets a big old swock. Swock. Not a word. It is now. Nope. He swocks Sorry, that can. Sorry, Spear. <laughs> he swocks that can. It's metal on metal, so it makes like a big boing. Yeah, he'll basically detonate the flesh inside that suit. It's going to be a mess when that helmet pops open. I'm saying... And Tony liquidated Stark comes pouring out of the front. Well... It's cool. It is a boingy swock. <laughs> well, I mean, the world's most uh, exciting and enthralling and engaging and, I guess, explosive orgasm is the one where you become liquefied human. Like a boingy swock. Yeah. Boingy swock's gonna catch on. We're gonna print it on t-shirts, sell it to millions of people. Is this the... Uh, uh, you this is our catchphrase. Yeah. Okay. Uh, what if we swa... Swocked? <laughs> uh, what if we spocked? Uh, was... Elrond the elf from Not Lord of the Rings, guy. a bad guy? Fuck. Uh, okay, what if we uh, what if we shove Mr. Smith in Thor... Not Thor 1. Captain America 1. That's the... Okay, I think you're getting confused here. No, Hugo Weaving is a Red School in, in Captain America 1. Yeah. So what if we put Mr. Smith from The Matrix oh, into... Oh. Yeah, what, what did, you, did you think I meant Mr. Smith like the Christmas movie guy? Yeah, no, the, he's not a Christmas movie. He goes to Washington. Are you sure he isn't an angel who has to get his wings? No, you're thinking of the sequel, Mr. Smith Goes to the North Pole, where Mr. Smith accidentally no, Mr. kills Smith... Santa Claus. Okay, wait. Time Jimmy out. Stewart Jimmy Hold Stewart on. Accidentally we got to kills clear Santa some Claus. shit out here. Mr. Smith Goes to Washington is not a movie about a dude who's going to commit suicide because he and every angel gets his wing. No, 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 no. Mr. Smith. Okay, you're thinking of, you're thinking of It's a Wonderful Life, where he's going to commit suicide. But that dude's name Christmas. is Mr. Smith, right? No, it's not. And Mr. Smith goes to Washington. He's going to commit suicide. So George Washington, Thomas Jefferson, he has the filibuster. Benjamin Franklin come up and teach him about the magic of the filibuster and how much better America would be if he were dead. The filibuster is the gun that his used to be his left arm, right? But he got killed by Clarence Boddicker. Yes. No. I. He, he, the gun is not his left arm. It's in his leg. It's in his right leg. But you it attaches like, and becomes like an You were like cannon. diagonally correct? It becomes the filibuster when it attaches. Yeah. And okay. then he busts fillies. Yeah. He's just shooting horses constantly for the second act He just assumes he's going to find Clarence Boddicker in a court because like uh, eventually he has to end up there, right? Like yeah, statistically horse speaking, horse court. Clarence Boddicker's going to wind up in court. And horse he'll be court. like, dead or alive, I'm coming for you. <laughs> and then he busts all the fillies and then the movie's over. Well, I mean, we just wrote a better movie America's than anything we could possibly pair up. Uh... <laughs> where where did I begin this journey? You wanted uh, Clarence Boddicker. No, I didn't want Clarence Boddicker. We just wound up in Clarence Boddicker. You wanted the dad from that '70s show. No, again, I didn't want that dad. He just shows up when you don't need. Kurtwood Smith. Yeah, I don't remember. You wanted Hugo Weaving to yeah. be in Captain. America. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I wanted. The joke is that he already. Well, is. I re- I really originally wanted Elrond the Elf. You must find them and destroy them. And then since I can't have that, I wanted find them and destroy them. The line from the Matrix movie. He has the same line in two movies, but one he's Does an he? elf, and the other he's an AI program. Also an elf. An executable, an exe. An elf. Dot elf. That's how I get all my elves. I download dot elf files and then I execute them, and oh. then they send me on a quest with Keyboards. eight of my friends to destroy jewelry. Um, to be fair, they do just send me to a jewelry store <laughs> to rough it up. Uh, it's not really a, a noble quest. What about Thanos into Kindergarten Cop? So Arnold Schwarzenegger is trying to find out which of the kids' parents is a, an intergalactic uh, murder demon, and he has to go undercover at the kindergarten. And then all the parents show up to pick up their kids. One of them floats in on a throne holding the Infinity Gauntlet full of all the Infinity Gems. Josh Brolin gives that, like, deep guttural growl to Thanos. And he's like, what do you do? And Thanos is like, accountant. <laughs> I think you're on the right track here. Uh, what if... The, the best villain is one that you think what of as the hero. What uh, if Michael Chiklis was uh, the Lex thing? Luthor? I from, would think... From, from, from The Shield, though. Mike, Mike Chiklis from The Shield. Yeah. I would think 
Have you seen an episode of The Shield? Because I haven't seen an episode of The Shield. No, which is why I was going for a... He's, uh, but he's like a bad cop who's not a good cop, but he's a good cop because he's a bad cop. So Michael Chiklis looks like Les, Lex Luthor. And that is bald, you, yes. If you, like, squished him, right? Uh, why don't you introduce us to our our next internet hero? Uh, our next internet hero is... Did you get another bad one? It could be Le Porte Tracks or Leopardy Tracks. Again, Chris, I need to stress that you have to take a class in differentiating between I's and L's because that's a lowercase I and this didn't originally start as a bad the, Christopher Walken impression. You're saying they're I.E. Party Tracks? That's I.E. Party Tracks. No, For I example, think, I think they're in other tracks. words, in Exordium Party Tracks. Uh, Leopardy Tracks asks, what Zoom do we have? There's a dot. There's a tittle. It's just a smudge on your screen. Don't worry Check about that tittle. Uh, <laughs> Leparty Tracks asks, "What do we have to do to get John Goodman and Patton Oswalt as father and son?" Did you say Oswolf that time? Not even close. I heard Oswolf. Uh, discuss is the command. Discuss is the How'd command. How'd you make? I mean, I see why. You what do we have it? to do? Is I guess just keep rolling the D and D die that is Hollywood. What is like the defining characteristic of them being different? In my head, I had a little dialogue. Where Patton Oswalt said something about Boba Fett's origin story to John Goodman. And John Goodman said, I don't have any fucking idea what you're talking about, son. I one time ate a Boba Fett action figure. And then I realized that that line, I have no idea what you're fucking talking about, son, is the whole movie that this man wants to see, probably. Oh, so you want to see, like, a... a John Goodman a, used a to play football. just doesn't get fuck his son fucking at all. No, like, John Goodman used I've to play I've never been more confused by anybody more in my life than you, son. Obviously, he's had like uh, he's kept on the football weight, but hasn't kept on the athleticism. But he raises Patton Oswalt, a son who has the build to be either a football linebacker nope. for a Pop Warner team as an adult. I don't think you know how short Patton Oswalt is. But I said know. for a Pop Warner team as an adult, Making, he could play with children. Recreating a Rudy movie. Essentially, he is the Rudy of people. <laughs> In, in which, which I assert that Rudy was they not just a keep people. giving him one shot across like all these shows. <laughs> yeah, no. So Patton Oswalt is just the most disappointment that you could pack into one human being for like a red-blooded all-American father. Okay, all right, sure. So this is a situation where John Goodman wishes that he could have somebody to follow in his footsteps, and instead he ended up with a guy who goes on stage and tells people about how he you, masturbates you in hotel rooms. Seventeen non-existent Marvel universes into one shitty without nightmare. a script. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the, the, the humor here is the disconnect between generations. John Goodman, the greatest generation. Patton Oswalt wants to play Dungeons and Dragons, second generation. Uh, I mean, we're at fifth. And it's addition to, you didn't have to call attention to my dumb joke, Chris, I was trying. I know. I'm sorry. I didn't I mean like to feel like what I didn't mean to, on this to, podcast. to flex my knowledge of a game I've never played. This will in my be the last life. episode of Internet Heroes. I agree with your premise. We definitely have that. I think I fundamentally misunderstood this question. My original approach to this was to imagine what their son would look like. <laughs> now I understand your concerns when you told me that you weren't sure that this had deep-reaching comedic value. My approach to this. Was literally just to imagine what the if we combine the genetic genetic makeup of John Goodman and Patton Oswalt, what would their son look like? But he's playing his son. That's not a oh god! I don't understand how kids. How clear, do babies happen? You can read. Is this that you, is one of my two strong suits? Are you paying hobos to read these to you? What's I happening mean, here? I, how has there just been such a fundamental just, communication breakdown? I just got <laughs> excited about the pairing. And not the scenario. I want to. I want to dig deep into what you thought was the like question. Because this, the, if well, we're interpreting it in your way, right? <laughs> this means what do we have to do to get John Goodman and Patton Oswalt to reproduce together? No, hold on. We can. We can. We can reverse engineer this so that it applies to the question as Who's it is. The child, which is to say, the Who's mom. No, no, no. The end game of any good film about uh, uh, an estranged father and son is like the visa symbol overlap, right? Like <laughs> they need to discover what they have in common. So what we need to do is look at these two individuals as, as distinct people and then arrive at a central central shared overlapping Venn diagram. And that's what they have in common. To be clear as well. Which can't obviously be like, oh, well, I'm a fat white guy because that's like okay, I can put on uh, weight and I can't get along with my dad because I also happen to be a fat white guy now. We got to put this on pause for a second. To correct another misconception you've been living with, the MasterCard symbol is two overlapping circles. It's a Venn diagram. The Visa symbol, which you said, is the word say? Visa. <laughs> you said Visa. 
One of those is a Venn diagram, <laughs> the other one is not. Is the word Visa. It's MasterCard. MasterCard's a Venn diagram. Yes, yes. That's what you want. You want the yeah. MasterCard of Patton Oswalt yeah. and John Goodman. Uh, what do the, they connect the to having spending limit of a good The Visa answer, card. fantasy football. Probably It's like not. an RPG, but Yeah, it has you know what? I actually buy that Patton Oswalt's deep into that shit. He's a numbers guy. He seems like a numbers well, guy. Well, certainly he could play a He's character. a dude who knows the RNG of games. He's certainly somehow. a dude that could play a character in which the dice rolls are a quarterback throwing a okay. pigskin so, into the end zone. So Patton Oswalt is about to get married, and his wife's like, well, should we invite your dad to the ma- wedding? He's now like, we're just oh, making another no, Meet the Parents movie. I have an estranged relationship with my father. Oh, okay. And she convinces him, like, you should reconnect with him. So he, like, begrudgingly drags his feet and gets in his car and drives all the way to his dad, who's, like, three hours away, basically. And somehow that's, like, a lifetime's worth of separation (laughs) for them. Um, And they have to have, for basically the entire first act from there, a really weird, strained, a little cringy relationship. And then he needs to to smooth out the wrinkles, so to speak, with a little... uh, I guess he's panicking, right? He, like, Skypes with his wife. He's like, I, nothing I try works. Nothing I can do works. I'm doing a thing that connects us with modern society in which I'm Skyping you now. And, you know, Skype humor ensues. And she's like, well, well, like, you like numbers and he, he likes football. So why don't you play fantasy football? He's like, but I don't know anything about football. She's like, but you know everything about numbers. Remember that one time about you told fantasy. me that the attack delay ratio in World of Warcraft is like 256 to two, to 1? Uh, okay. No. Uh, I, just, I just fell asleep in my movie theater Oh, no, it has chair. to be a realistic number because it's like, I think I was riding around with my, my nerdling friends back in high school and my clock was like 13 okay, now, 12. Okay, now I was fell asleep tech- within okay. the dream I was having okay. when I was already so asleep now you're in the inception. I, w- I incepted myself because that story was going nowhere. Okay. Let's spice it up. Give me the third act drama. Splash some paprika on that. Okay, so Sp- hot spicy paprika me. Uh, I guess I guess John Goodman's got to discover that his son doesn't know shit about football and he's just been playing numbers. So the lie is they haven't talked. No, they the haven't lie is honest. It's, that's the thing. The lie has to be honest and genuine, right? Like the lie has to be for good. The lie is like I'm trying to connect with you, Dad. But the dad's like, you told me you were in the football and you're full of shit. Okay, so they connect the first time in a decade. He approaches his father. He says, I'm super into football now. I love fantasy football. He does love fantasy Me football. Me too, Peyton Manning. But he can't follow any of the people. So what he does is he comes up with mnemonics that equate them with characters for Lord of the Rings and Marvel superheroes. And that's how he knows all the characters. Eventually, he slips up and he tries to get into a serious conversation. And he forgets to substitute Jay Cutler for Doctor Strange. And he just says Doctor Strange. And his dad looks like him. Adam that's not his nickname. Like he just told him that he voted for Hillary Clinton. And he pulls and suddenly, out the barrel of acid. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then he just melts Patton Oswalt. All right, uh, we will play ourselves out with one final post. But before we do, as always, let's show the world how thirsty we are for public approval. Uh, Dearest Christopher. Oh, yeah, please, your God, follow us at Tumblr, Internet Heroes, Twitter, Net Heroes. You said follow us at Tumblr, Internet Heroes, which makes it sound like our Tumblr account's name is... We're Internet Internet Heroes, all one word. That's Tumblr. On Tumblr. Net Heroes Show, that's Twitter. Uh, We also have... An email, uh, internetheroesshow at gmail.com if you want to send us any... Uh, dick pics. Dick pics, of N- course. Nip slips. Nip slips, of course. Upskirts. Um, uh, I prefer angular upskirts, which we don't have a good term for. You know what I like? I like the downskirts. You don't see a lot of downskirts. downskirts. A little pull. You got to pull out the frontsies. Yeah. So you get a good, I don't know, what, a kick, uh, what's the greater than sign? And just a downward <laughs> facing granite. I don't know. Also, um, down kilts were equal opportunity. But yeah, no. But like, if you can hunch it down on Reddit for us, or uh, if we can finally branch out beyond Reddit, we'd be grateful for that. To be clear, we've been trying. <laughs> oh, wait. That's the thing. That's the URL. Never mind. I was, I was looking for our website, but that's internet here at the Tumblr.com. Um, All right. Uh, now that we are completely oh free of dignity and poise and elegance and comedy, why don't we hear for, from our final hero of the day, Lechenor, who says, You can't win. Watch your mouth, we all know the way that a punk goes out.